Welcome. Get ready to change your vibe and get energized. You are listening to the Next Level Woman podcast, and I am your host, mentor, and coach, Theogenosis. I am obsessed with bringing you real conversations on empowering your life, amplifying your business, loving your relationships, and expanding your abundance. This podcast will be infused with all the knowledge you need to be the next level woman. Join me for today's episode. Today, I'm super, super excited because we have a special guest, Kate Decker, who is going to join us and really just give us um, some really uh, little tidbits of how to bring sparkle into your life. And I'm going to let her share about all the sparkles. But um, in the meantime, I'm going to let Kate introduce herself. And Kate, I'd love for you to start by sharing just some of your story. Tell us what's unique about you. Tell us how you came to work in the online world and all the good things. (laughs) Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, Theo. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so grateful for you having me here. And so something about me. (laughs) Well, I am originally from the Czech Republic, which is probably quite different than most people on your podcast. And I grew up there. And then at some point, I was 23 or 24, I moved to the US. So now I live in Tacoma, Washington with my husband and with our cute little dog. And... Yeah, so that's a part of my story that is different, that not that many people know. And I actually came to the online world because I got married to um, my husband who is in the military and it included a lot of uncertainty and traveling around. And I just sort of like always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but this was this like a huge, like compelling reason to do it now because there was nothing else for me to do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would imagine too, in traveling around, it would be quite challenging to look for a job and in more of the traditional sort. So I think it's great that you already came with that concept of wanting to do something different and that you could take with you. Yeah. (laughs) What, um, what did you uh, find might have been one of your biggest challenges in getting going? I mean, did you just, How did you fall into the coaching uh, world, let's say? So I think the like quote unquote hardest thing was even figure out what was the thing I wanted to do because I was really pulled to entrepreneurship for a very long time. And even before I came to the US, I was an entrepreneur, but transferring into the online world, I wasn't really sure what do I want to do. I just felt called to it. I knew that there was something. So I started first with website design and graphic design because there was something that I could imagine I could do. And then I started my own blog with that, but like that wasn't it. And then like, I just kind of like kept evolving. And then I joined my first group coaching program and I just saw coaching and that was completely new concept to me. I have never, ever actually thought about coaching or that it's, that it's a job. I, when I, you know, had my first coach there, I was just so surprised that that's the thing that you can like <laughs> on the internet, 
talk with people about personal development and get paid for it because that's what I loved. I loved reading personal development books. I loved working on myself. I loved quotes. I loved Jim Rohn. Like I was like, one day I want to be like Jim Rohn. <laughs> like that's it. I have no idea how. And that's how it started. And there was definitely a lot of shame around it because I felt like, oh, that's so weird. Like, who am I to tell other people how to live their lives or lead their, lead their business? So then once I figured out I want to be a coach, then there was, you know, another challenge with that. Like, oh, can I be a coach? So that's how it came down. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how you, um, how did you overcome that fear like, that you just mentioned that I think so many women face, which is I want to do something. It's something totally different, but I don't really know how to do it. I mean, how did you just, how did you motivate yourself to keep, to keep looking? So I knew I wanted to work online and have something that I can take with me wherever. And I remember specifically being on a gas, like we were in a gas station with my husband and I think we were just moving to Altus, Oklahoma for like three months for his training. And I was just like, you know, I like really feel called to do this there's something within me that just sparks this interest and this calling and this like it doesn't make any sense but I really feel like I want to be doing that and I should be doing that but I feel so weird and literally I was so lucky that he told me well then just go and do it oh my goodness <laughs> I'm like uh-huh and then from there I was just like well now I need to find someone who actually knows what they're doing and then I can like get their help to figure out what the heck am I doing? Because I, you know, there's one thing wanting to do something, feeling that you're called to it, but then there is the other way, like, do I want to just do it alone or do I actually want to talk to someone who's already doing it? So that really helped. Well, yes, definitely having someone support you and say, well, just go ahead and do it is yeah. huge. <laughs> What, um, so I'm curious when you talk about intuition, how do you tap into uh, your intuition? And because I know, you know, even if I look back on my life, I know those nudges have always been there, but I always kind of push them away and kind of said, Oh, I don't know. I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this way. Cause that's the normal way. But mm -hmm. I always felt that tugging. And so it wasn't until I started doing my personal work that I really started putting that concept of, oh, that's my intuition. Let's start working with it. Let's start trusting it. I mean, what was that like for you? So I was always very intuitive. I always knew that I have this like sense of inner knowing. And I did not know I was called intuition. I was so oblivious to all of this. <laughs> I also grew up, so Czech Republic is a very atheistic country, so there is not much spirituality or, like, you know, religion and all of that, so, like, it was very unknown, all of this, and I feel like intuition is sort of a spiritual tool, um, so I, like, just had this inner feeling, like, sometimes it was, like, you know, take the poopy bags with you, because whatever, you know, like, just silly things, or, like, exit now, or... Uh, take this route instead and like all of these things or go to this school or leave the school go and apply to be an au pair in the U.S. and a lot of I always follow that because I've noticed that when I didn't it did not feel good but when I did it pissed off a lot of people 
<laughs> that was that, you know. So, like, I feel like I've always sort of followed it because I felt it feels good to me, but I also noticed that it didn't feel good to everyone around me necessarily. So, I hope that answers your question. I think it does. And and did you like because I women, a lot of the, the audience that's going to be listening, you know, they do, they're involved in families, whether they're married and have kids or they've got a, a larger family group around them. And they do seem to be that sort of rebel to some extent. I mean, they're doing something that's different. And lots of times that will actually prevent them from moving forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you feel like that rebel you know, daughter in, in your family, or did you just really, really have that inner sense of this is what I'm supposed to do? Oh, I was the rebel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my parents were unhappy with my choices until like the day I got married. Really? Yes. Because <laughs> I think at that point they were like, okay, she's someone else's burden. <laughs> done with her. <laughs> No. Oh my gosh. My parents were really not happy with a lot of my choices, even like the, the schools that I chose because there were different choices than they would have made. Or like I was, you know, the quote unquote, the book smart one. I was always the one with the good grades and with the diplomas and with like all of these awards. And then at one point after one year of college, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And you can imagine how, as parents, they were excited about that choice. <laughs> Not. And then, and then a year later, I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I sort of went bankrupt with my business, but I have a solution. I'm going to the U.S. and I'm going to be an au pair. I'm going to figure out what I'm doing with my life. So <laughs> I just think I, I think that is just so admirable. And I just love the fact that you really, really did honor your inner sense. And you, you took that chance and look at the life that you managed to just manifest. <laughs> um, yeah. I would love to know too, how you, how do you incorporate the spiritual aspects into your business and into your life? And, and, you know, um, how have you found that practice or as you've changed it, um, to be a uh, foundation piece of your life and your happiness and your sparkle? Yeah, that's such a great question. So especially like, obviously, I don't know if all of the women who are listening now, if like, if you're spiritual or you're not, but I think what really helped me was sort of like creating my own beliefs when it comes to spirituality, because I was coming from a background that like, wasn't really religious, but my grandma was very Christian. And then all, you know, then I got into like learning more about Buddhism and like all of these things. And I'm like, how do I choose? And what truly helped me was, well, it doesn't matter what I choose as long as this faith or the spirituality piece makes sense to me. And it's helping me live a happy life because that's what I ultimately wanted. I just wanted to be happy and I wanted other people to help them to be happy. So when I teach people, whether it's a business or we, you know, life coaching or relationships, I always want them to find their own thing, what feels good to them and helps them to trust their journey more, however that looks like for them. Well, and I think that's so, so important. And you bring up such a great point in that there isn't a one size fits all 
in any mm -hmm. aspect of life. Um, and, you know, whether it be religion or politics or even just how we run our businesses or our own spiritual pathways, it, it is all very subjective to what works for us and, you know, what is authentic for us, what can we embrace? And it might be a little piece of this and a little piece of this philosophy and blending it together into something that you can use and works for you, I think is, is what we're all looking for. Yeah. Um, and to, you know, have the, the programs, I think we get caught up sometimes with in social media and on the TV or wherever with the, you know, buy this and you'll, you're going to get these results in 10 days. And, you know, and then people <laughs> fall, fall victim to that. And it's like, my gosh, I did exactly what they said, but I'm not making $10,000 a month. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's because that worked for that person. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work, you know, for everybody. Um, so I think that's really a good point as far as the spiritual practice is it's not it, to do what's best for you, to do what's aligned and yeah. to check out different religions or philosophies or rituals. I mean, you know, I love new moon and full moon rituals, but other people that might not resonate with. So that's okay too. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, that brings me to like one huge part of what I teach and believe is really leaning into joy and creating a life that makes us like so happy. And with that, like, that's also how I go about teaching anything really, because if something makes me happy, like if for me, the happiest thing is to have my tea in the morning and meditate because it just makes me feel so good. And I need a lot of time alone when I'm just with myself, with my thoughts, doing nothing. And that feels like the best thing in the world to me. It might not feel so good for someone else. So if I was trying to explain to someone, this is how you're going to live so you can be happy, so you can be successful, it would just not work. So I really love incorporating that part of like, as long as it makes you happy and it feels good to you, that's the best way for you. That's the best way to like turn on the sparkle within <laughs> you and like, you know, call in the abundance. And that also ties in with the intuition because sometimes people ask me like, how do I know that I'm following my intuition or if I'm just like following some, you know, wherever is it coming from? And the biggest thing is like, well, does it feel good? Hmm. Like when you follow that, does it feel internally good? I hope that helps someone who's listening. <laughs> to take, you know, well, you know, I, I think it does. And I, I also believe that we very often don't know. And, and I'm going to say this. I'll rephrase that. I'll say it from my personal experience. Up until several years ago, I didn't really know, first of all, that I could choose something that was going to make me happy and that I could put myself first. And what did happiness mean to me? So I think. Um, especially women that are, you know, have been parents, they're single moms or they're in a relationship and they've got kids and, and they're, you know, kids and, and relationships tend to always come before ourself. Um, and so what are your thoughts and, and on how women who aren't used to the concept of being happy? It's like, what? I can be happy. I can live from joy. I mean, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm going to give you an example. So this is because I wasn't always this like happy, bubbly, excited, sparkly person. 
I was quite bitter, annoying, and annoyed with myself and with everyone around. Oh, so, my goodness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would never have thought that. <laughs> well, that, I guess it goes to show that happiness is a choice. But yes. back to the story. So when I was growing up, one of the things that I saw with my parents was that they were so deeply unhappy they always tried to put us first. They always tried to do what was good for the family, what was quote unquote good for us and like what they knew. And, you know, like I am so grateful for everything that they did. And I'm so grateful how they raised us. And like, I love them. But also at the same time with that deep unhappiness, there was so much drama and trauma and, just abuse and just bad stuff like my boy with my parents at some point had problems with alcohol because they did not know how to handle the unhappiness my parents did not have the best relationship I did like I did not believe it was possible to have a healthy relationship for a very long part of my life and I prayed many times that my parents would separate I like just wanted my parents to not be together because I believed that that would be better for everyone. And as I continuously saw them so unhappy, it weighed on me so much because I thought and I believed wholeheartedly that I am not, not meant to be happy, that it, happiness is just like a fake thing. It does not exist. It's either in your life and you're the lucky one or it's not and you have no choice. But at some point, and I cannot pinpoint when this happened, but I just had this transformation or like something shifted in me. And I realized that actually I wish that my parents did not always put us first. That they showed me that I too can be happy, that they can be happy with us because as I saw them so unhappy and it seemed that the main reason why they were so unhappy is because they were putting us before themselves. I felt so guilty because I felt responsible for their unhappiness. So one of the things that I tell all the moms that I work with or I have the chance to talk to is be happy so you can show your kids how they can put themselves first. Because when we put ourselves first, we give the permission to others to do the same. And we show up so much better in relationships. And the transition might not feel super easy because it's something that you do completely differently. But as you do it step by step, it's going to benefit everyone. Everyone around you, your kids, your parents, your everyone. That was a long answer to your question. But. Oh, it was, it was perfect because I think we all, you know, we all have different stories and mm-hmm. we all have different upbringings and we all see other families and we think they've got it better than we do. And, and I think it's so important what you said is that you recognize they were not happy. And at the time to you, you know, that it just meant then they need to not be together um, mm-hmm. because that seemed like a, a, a solution at your age. 
Um, how have you, what I have learned is that it also, when we grew up, we adopted some of these limiting beliefs and we adopted mm -hmm. some of these stories. How have you been able to make such a, an, a transformation and really not let those stories keep cropping up um, to dim your your light? Mm -hmm. Also, I want to add to sort uh -huh. of like finish the story is sure. that actually my parents stayed together and they're very happy right now. Okay. Because they started because they started making different choices as we were as as kids actually we were showing them that we always put ourselves first and because we are so happy and we're doing things that we love they started giving themselves the permission to actually be happy so that's what that <laughs> and I'm very happy they stayed together yes and so to answer your question now how I made a transition it was hard it was hard because I truly full body believed that if I allow myself to be happy and like feel the full depth of joy, that something bad is going to happen. And because I thought that, and I believed that for a very long time, it was every time it was true. Every time I was so joyful and happy, something bad happened. But I started working on my mindset first. I started this, this associating that, and I started reframing that and what I was just like making little steps like I can be a little happy it is good it is safe to be happy so I had to like relearn that because I so wanted to because I started believing that this is also possible because I would see more people around me once I started choosing happiness and I started seeing happiness as an option I started seeing it around me and I saw other people who were happy and I saw people who actually had beautiful relationships and I started like playing around like well what if it works for me what if I can actually like step into my own greatness what if I can be happy what if I can choose to you know live the life that I want and I started with with my mind I started just playing with my mind to change that did you have anybody along the way that that kind of inspired you or that you know you saw like oh, if they can do that, then I've got, I can do it and I'm going to keep moving forward and shifting my mindset? Yes, many people. And it started with my um, open host family. Like they were the first people when I saw how happiness could look like in a healthy family and a happy family. So that was the first. Then I started tapping into the coaching world. So I also hired a lot of coaches along the way for different things. Um, and yeah, and then like a lot of books, like one of the books that I really like is The Universe Has Your, Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like, I just dove in. I was like, there is a way and it's going to happen. I'm doing everything I can. So I started reading books, listening to podcasts like this. I started listening to, you know, meditations and I started like looking for the people who are happy and who have what I desire and you know hiring them if it was possible like if they were <laughs> you know <laughs> if they were offering something I was just like throwing my money at everything so I can have the life that I want and it, it's really interesting because as you share parts of your story it is so apparent to something that we hear and I don't know that we always recognize and that is everything that we do really aligns us for the next thing on our journey. Mm -hmm. um, so like you just simply shared, you know, the being a rebel and saying, oh, I'm, I'm moving to America and I'm going to be an au pair 
actually then propelled you to be in a family that had the environment that you knew you were missing but didn't know what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And so it was really just that, again, a little bit of a, of a stepping stone on your journey and on your pathway um, that's leading you on and on and on. And um, I really believe that, you know, we attract into our world those that are aligned with our feelings and our beliefs. And so it's so true what you said about once you started to be happier, you started to attract people that were happier. And, and it is such an interesting piece on this vibrational scale of how as we elevate, we actually change and the people drop off. Yeah. You know, the people that aren't, it's kind of like, if, this is where I'm going. And, you know, if you're not interested, then I'll <laughs> see you later. <laughs> don't, sure. don't get on this train because I'm going that way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so how can women turn on the sparkle in their life? Mm. <laughs> so that's a complex question. I know it is. So you can go any direction you want with that. <laughs> okay. So when it comes to sparkle, and obviously I don't know when this is going to air, but like we're also hosting a free sparkle summit, which can inspire women to yes. see different journeys with that and Theo you have incredible you know speakers here so just listen to Theo's podcast and you're gonna probably get an idea oh, thank you <laughs> but in the meantime I think one big piece is starting listening to that little voice of that intuition and that's first because we all have that sparkle within us and for me a sparkle is really that like confidence magnetism power trust knowing and but like big joy so we all have that sparkle within us but when we don't pay attention to it and when we don't like even realize that it is in our hands it just is not going to get turned on right it's like if you don't know you have a switch you cannot <laughs> right so the first thing is really just like realizing that the power is in our hands and then we have the power to turn it on and then playing around with the intuition piece and maybe starting step by step by just like oh maybe like I don't know I have a nudge that I should go and eat an orange so just go and eat an orange like some sometimes it's as simple as that the huge, you know, one of the things that I did is also started eating intuitively, I, you know, and that helped me also to strengthen my intuition because every time I ate what I felt called to, um, it worked. And I know someone, someone might be like, well, then in that case, I'm going to just eat like pizza and chocolate and wine. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I, I guess I educated myself first about nutrition. <laughs> I cared about my body so much. And then I started eating intuitively. <laughs> Okay, so putting, putting it back in perspective. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so just really start um, doing that. And then the second, put yourself in an environment where people have what you desire, whatever that is. If it's the sparkle, if it's the joy, if it's the abundance, get yourself in containers where people have that, when people live that, because it's going to rub on you. It's going to just be there. And when we are in the environment where like, you know, something that seems so insane to us, it's actually happening and it's a norm for, other, for those other people. It just becomes our own norm. And we can do it with bad influence or we can do it with good influence. 
So that's the second thing that I would definitely say, just put yourself in an environment that feels good, that is elevating you, that is helping you to expand. And then um, what are some of the ways that you've managed to incorporate that sparkle when it comes to blending, you know, the fact that you're an entrepreneur, your husband is um, gone out of town a lot because of working for the military and also you have limited time together. So how do you really kind of maintain that level of joy and sparkle given the fact that you don't necessarily have quote unquote a normal you know, day-to-day life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my life is definitely not normal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, you, oh my gosh, great question. I'm so happy that you asked because so many people think that joy and happiness comes from the outside, but it has nothing to do with that. Our circumstances, (laughs) our circumstances can help us and are fun. And it's like so cool to have all of those joyful things. But happiness truly comes from within. And because I learn how to be happy and like truly, truly deeply happy and grateful for my life without even needing something else added to it, that's why I feel like so many great things are coming and so many I attract so many good things because I don't need them in order to be happy and that's the same thing like I love my husband and I love the time that we have together and we're so intentional when he's here but because I'm so happy on my own when he's not it does not affect me sometimes I'm like bummed that I need to do the dishes because he doesn't <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding but but also, like, I just, I just know that every time that we have together, we're intentional, we're happy together. But I also, I am very happy and full on my own without needing that external thing to be happy. And I know for someone who is completely new to this, it might seem like I'm crazy. But I promise you, when you look inside, when you look inward and you start looking for the happiness from within the things on the outside are going to come even faster, even better, even bigger. And then it's just going to like expand your joy, but it's not going to create it. I think that's so important. I think we often think that I'll be happy when I'm successful, when in fact the success comes when we're happy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's that, that switching. And one of the other um, areas I know that you are just, fantastic at and I know you love to talk about is manifesting Mm -hmm. so um, I would love for you to share just you know either um, just your thoughts on manifesting everybody has a different this is one thing I've learned about manifesting it's one of those words that everybody kind of already says oh I know what that is and or I've done that or this is what I do or and and I also think that manifestation and manifesting is automatically tied to money and I really believe that it I'd love to see a shift away from that connection and have it be more towards abundance and joy and happiness manifesting those not necessarily focusing on the money aspect so what are your thoughts on how all of that, you know, really is kind of interwoven and, um, and how do you incorporate that? So that's a, I absolutely agree with everything that you said. And when it comes to manifestation, how I see it, understand it and use it the most 
is that what we ultimately all want, even though if we think it's the money, it's the vacation, it's the relationship, we actually want to feel a certain way. So when it comes to manifestation, what I always want to get clear on is how do I want to feel? What is the emotion? What is the feeling? What is the state of being that I want to be in? And then I open up to however that might came, how, however that might come in. And another thing that I really like to play around with is that anything is possible. I just don't know that it's possible yet. Hmm, that's cool. Because most of the time when I am like so open to this, I manifest things that I did not even know they were things. Like my husband is in the military and he has a fixed income. But when we started opening up to like anything is possible, I'm putting it on the income, but with the military, right. just like very specific. And from all of a sudden, he found like 50 different ways how he gets more money, even though it's like straight by the, you know, by the government. So it's just, there are all like, there are millions and millions and millions of ways how we can attract whatever we want, but we need to get clear on how do we want to feel and then it can come anyway. Well, I think that that's a, actually a very good point in taking it into the, the business scope too. We often get stuck on thinking, okay, I'm a coach, so my income is going to come from coaching women. So that, yeah. I mean, that, that would be a natural thought, but shifting it and what are some of the other opportunities? Exactly. Or like I put on one of my lists, like I want to get a check for $1,000 in the mail and I was convinced that it needs to be that someone pays me for coaching but then I was like no and then we actually got a thousand dollars like cash bag check in the mail when we bought our house <laughs> so I, I think there <laughs> that that's really the point right there is not to be so limiting on this is how because to me when you know I hear suggestions of you you know you you need to be really really specific you know you want to manifest a thousand dollars in the mail on this date from the source it, it's almost like you're restricting the universe from giving you other options yep yep i'm not in charge the universe is so i am open to receive right. <laughs> <laughs> i just love that um and and it's it's just um it's so true but you know, we get so fixated. And I think it comes from, you know, being in a nine to five environment and, and mm -hmm. we're used to those paychecks every you know, week, every month, whatever the, the cycle is. And we think that that is our only source of income. And we limit ourselves by not thinking about, like you said, doing, you know, sort of a second job or a side hustle. Um, mm -hmm. We put restrictions on it or we think it needs to look a certain way. I need to, you know, sell this product and join this network marketing company because I need X number of dollars per month. And it, it's just, um, it's so restrictive. It, oh I, love, I love your yeah. approach, which is just <laughs> so much more open. It's like, here's what I would like. And, you know, it's almost like, here's what I would like. Entertain <laughs> me on how it's going to come. And it's so much fun. It's so much more fun. Like even, you know, as we like launched Pinterest Perfect, I have at the beginning of the year, if I tried to manifest exactly the specific thing, I could not have, I had no idea that was even an option. So it's just so many things. Oh, 
just be open. It can come all the way. <laughs> I literally, today, I imagine how the universe is throwing money at me from all the directions. <laughs> I just, I think that that is just so, you know, you are such a great example and such an inspiration to so many women because you know, you are very transparent and authentic and you show up online and in a variety of different, you know, on Pinterest and on Instagram and on Facebook and people see that this is who you are and they also see what you receive. Yeah. And, and I think that is so amazing because we need leaders like you and we need people showing up all the time as their authentic selves and being open to all sorts of different opportunities. I just, I just admire that in you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so what's next for you? What's next? What, I mean, I know you can't predict, but what, <laughs> and, and in some respects, I can see why you don't even want to predict because all this goodness is coming to you. But, you know, I mean, what, what do you feel is on the horizon for you? What's, you know, what can you share that isn't necessarily a secret, but it's on your list of things maybe you'd like to be doing in the next, you know, quarter or whatever? Yeah, so one of the things that is happening right now is that we are rebranding re um, my community. So that, and there's, as I mentioned, there's a Sparkle Summit that is coming with that. So that's like a, you know, online event. Right. And as far as like what comes next, there's a lot of things that all of them are not necessarily yet to be public. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, but there is just a lot of... <sighs> There's just so much. I wish I had an answer that I could give. There's a lot of things I cannot say yet. Um, but yeah, like one of the things that I know and I can say is that we are definitely, the K Decker coaching business, are putting on another retreat in 2020. Awesome. And I'm super excited for that. So that's going to happen. And I know that before that, there's going to be a lot of programs that are going to help women to really own their power and step into it and do whatever they want to because when we lean into joy and into fun that's like that's the best thing we can do for the entire planet well and I didn't mean to put you on the spot and I didn't know because I actually like I mean for those of you that don't follow Kate you simply have to um, and we'll put all of her social media connections in the in the notes here but um, part of her fun of following her is that she does have all these surprises and it's like, you know, it's like, Oh no, what's she going to do next? And, and so, um, you know, for those of us that are in the online world, which most of you are that are listening, I think so often we fall into that trap of comparing mm -hmm. and, you know, it's like, look what so-and-so is doing, or I was going to do this program and now this person's doing a similar program and we shut down and we, we get into that competitive mode and, we, and that's where all the self-doubt self and, and all those little fears come up. And the flip side, um, you know, watching you and following you online, <laughs> it's almost the opposite. It's more from that fun perspective. It's like, oh my God, what is she coming up with next? And it's, <laughs> it's not even from, you know, from a competitive piece. It's more from a, gosh, she's just got such great alignment and great joy and sparkle. And it's like, I, you know, 
so it, it's um it's very refreshing i guess is what i'm saying oh my gosh i love you too <laughs> thank you so much and i'm excited to hear about another retreat i think that will be just totally awesome and um you know i'm finding more and more that i value the retreat and the mastermind um formats a lot more than um than sort of programs and mm. and i don't say that um because i've I've done all of them and I've also participated in all those different formats. And it's just, I'm really, I think I'm at a point in my business and personally where I'm really craving that personal connection as well. And, and not to be in a program of a hundred different people. Mm -hmm. It's like, I really love that intimacy. I really love the, the connection. Um, and it's especially fun to go to retreats where you know people from the online world <laughs> and then yeah. you meet them in person and spend three days with them. And it's just like this wonderful experience that you can't even plan out. It just yep. evolves, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> so I'm so excited that you're going to be doing another retreat. You should be doing a couple of them if you were to ask me, but <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more to come. And pick some cool locations too. Everybody likes to travel. <laughs> I will. I promise I will. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so what would be, if you had to like put something on a billboard or do some kind of, you know, shouting from the rooftop kind of concept, what would be a message you would like to leave our audience with today as far as, I don't know, just what would be your message you'd like to leave? Be happy now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so simple. Yes. It's like it's like we can replace the phrase of just do it. We'll just do be happy now. That yep. can be your, your new slogan, your new trademark, and come up with a little logo. Well, I mean, my brand actually is be happy now or like, sort of whilst we were in a transition, but like, that's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And I, I think it's great. And I love the fact that you're incorporating sort of more the sparkle because I think that's so, it's so important. And I think it gives us a visual and that's why, you know, I mm -hmm. try to um, align with the illumination and shining the light within and so that we can shine the light without, uh, not without, um, to others. And, and I think it's just, it's that remembering that, we never really know who's who's watching us and it's similar to what you were saying even about your parents it's like once we change we and we stay true to ourselves and we stay authentic to ourselves the people around us will will do one of two things they'll start noticing and changing or they'll notice and realize they can't they, they don't want to um acknowledge it and so they'll they'll drop off yeah um and it really comes back to that core piece of being true to ourselves and um but i i just love your message and love your energy and your inspiration i mean it, it's it's getting to be fun it's like what it's almost like you know that cartoon uh story or something about what's kate up to now <laughs> I love what's you. kate doing today <laughs> You can always watch me on Instagram. Uh, exactly. And I do every night. It's like, what did Kate do today? What, what were the adventures? I love you. And I love when you respond to all of my stories. That's like my favorite thing to do. 
Well, if uh, if truth be told, it is a, a part of my my day, and it's usually towards the end of the day, and it's kind of like, yeah, what what was Kate up to today? And so, I love it. Oh it, but I think that's really kind of fun because it's it's that connection we have that adds to each of our day when what we're really doing is adding to our own day. (laughs) So just to wrap up, I have a couple of really fun, quick questions to ask you. Um, Just because I think it's fun to just kind of do sort of a a silly thing, I guess. But like, for example, what's your favorite form of Uh, (laughs) self-care? Drinking tea. There you go. (laughs) Um, And let's see, what would... If you, if money was not an option, what would you go splurge on right now? I don't know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to sound weird, but I feel like everything that I desire right now in this moment is available to me. And everything that I, like, I I don't know. That's okay. It's that, I mean, you answered from your heart and that is, it's all available to you. Yeah, this is going to come off completely weird, but I really, truly feel like I just right now in this second, I have everything that I could wish for. That, I think that is just, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's just so beautiful. And, (laughs) and I know that that is absolutely true for you. So, um, (laughs) So now I'm going to ask you one more. Um, let's see. How about, what's your favorite movie? Ooh, P.S. I Love You. Oh, really? I love that one, too. Every time I watch that movie, it's like I want to go to Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love the accent. It's like, oh, please, transport me. Yes, I'd love to just, I just want to, like, listen to people talk. <laughs> You should go visit my sister. She's there right now. <laughs> oh, that's right. She is. Hmm. I've been looking for a place to go for New Year's Eve, too. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, I really, again, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to um, record this podcast. I know our listeners are going to enjoy um, hearing all the, the the interesting pieces and words of wisdom and finding out what you are up to, even if it's just a bunch of more secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much for doing such a thing as a podcast. We need more people who do that. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Next Level Woman. My desire is to bring you guests and information that inspire you to become the next level woman in your life, relationships, and business. If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them on any of your social media platforms. And if you have ideas for future episodes, reach out to me. You can find the information in the show notes below. Here's to all of us becoming and stepping into the next level woman.